You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Are you ready? Well, we began with the word culture. And then we got to the soul's agenda. And we, that, we did that for two months. Now, we are getting to the spirit culture. Praise the Lord. Um, I... For those of us who may be new um, to us, what we are trying to do is this, that we don't improve in anything that God has already done. Oh, praise the Lord. We don't improve. Say we don't improve. Tell them Jesus has done a finished work. Tell them he's done a perfect work in the life of your brother. Or your sister. Amen. Now what we are talking about is that when you get born again, there's a produce that comes out of you. Praise the Lord. There's a yield that comes out of you. There's an effect of you being born again. Amen. What happens when you are born again, you begin to live the Jesus culture. Amen. You begin to live the culture of the word. Amen. Your life is now lived within the boundaries of God's word. Hallelujah. Amen. Evangelism becomes your culture. Amen. You want to win everybody because that's your ultimate worship to God. That's your ultimate worship. What we are doing here is wonderful. As you lift the name of Jesus, it's wonderful. But there's nothing like lifting up Jesus and his finished work to save a soul. That's your ultimate worship. So you live the culture of evangelizing. That everybody you meet on the streets, you ask them, I've heard about, I know Jesus. Do you know him too? He's forgiving all your sins. You are dead free. All you need to do is to receive him. He died for your sake. He rose for your sake. And when he was dying, you died with him. You resurrected with him. And now, all you need to do is to believe him. And if you believe him, all your sins are forgiven. You have eternal life. Oh, praise God. Oh, the, is that the life you're living now? If you're not living that life, then you are living like a mere man. You're living like a mere woman. It's like an eagle living like a chicken. Oh, are you here with me? Yes. Everybody you meet must encounter Jesus. It's so important. And the granaries of heaven will be filled with your souls. And your crowns will be beautiful. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. And so the next 
is living by the spirit. The spirit life. The spirit life. The spirit life. So that's where we've got into now. The word culture. Evangelism culture. And then the spirit culture. The spirit life. The spirit way of life. When you get born again, you live by the spirit. 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 Amen. You are energized, empowered to live by the spirit. Oh, praise God. All right. And so we are actually, now, I've told you already, when you see these themes, it's not like now the Holy Spirit is going to come. It's not like, oh, now it's, it's us. No, we are just making it thematic to give you direction. Are you understanding me? Yes, as I teach along, praise God. Okay, so you have the Holy Spirit already. But I'm going to teach you how to live, walk in the Spirit. Live by the Spirit. And what I'm going to do today is just to introduce us to the Holy Spirit through scriptures. And then if I I can get more time, I'm going to look at how the Holy Spirit works in the believer. Amen. The work of the Holy Spirit in the believer. Amen. All right. Before we start now talking about living by the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, it's an amazing life to live. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. So relax. Praise the Lord. So now let's look at the Holy Spirit through the scriptures. The Holy Spirit through the scriptures. I'm just going to be reading them so that you get an understanding. Now, if you are not intimate with the Holy Spirit, you are missing the life that you are meant to live. You are missing the life. You are missing the life. Look at Genesis. Let's all read together. Go. Oh, kindly read with me. Go. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was over the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Oh, praise God. So right from creation, you see the Spirit. Right from the word go, you see the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is at work. So at work, even before you came forth. <laughs> the Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters. And I'll talk about the place of the Holy Spirit in the Trinity. He is the performer. Oh, praise God. Waiting to go. 
So he's just hovering over the waters. He's giving everything life. The spirit of a thing is that thing. The spirit of a thing is that thing. When you understand the spirit of something, then you really know it. So, right from the beginning, the Holy Spirit is present. Is that right? Okay, go to the next. In building the tabernacle, we see the Holy Spirit at work. The Lord had filled Bezalel with the Spirit of God, giving him great wisdom, ability, and expertise in all kinds of craft. Oh, hallelujah. So, in building the tabernacle for the Lord, when the Lord gave instructions for Moses to build the tabernacle, we saw the Holy Spirit at work in Bezalel. Amen? And there were a few friends of Bezalel who also had the Holy Spirit working in them to build the the, the, the tabernacle for the Lord. Praise God. Even then, the Holy Spirit is at work in you. To build anything that you have to build for the Lord, it comes by the givings of the Spirit. And listen, the good news for the believer is this. Is that it's not that like them, it is now going to come to you. No! It's already in you. Everything you require from God to do what he has called you to do has already been given by the deposit of the Holy Spirit in you. You have the full measure. Nothing is going to be added and nothing is going to be taken away. It is only your knowledge of him that will bring the discovery. Oh, praise God. And the full usage of him. Say, Amen. Let's go to the next. This is Job. Job 33 verse 4. He says, the spirit of God has made me. So Job knows how he was made. He said, I was made. I was created by the spirit of God. Oh, are you here with me? That's why man is a spirit. He only has a house of a body. But that body only houses his spirit. So man is not a body. Man is a spirit but has a container of a body. Has a house of a body. Oh, praise God. Job said, the spirit of the Lord has made me. And the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Is anything dead around you? Oh, the Holy Spirit gives life. Next. Psalm 51. This is David. Do you know that David won every battle? Do you know that David never lost one battle? 
And David knows the secret. And so when David was in error, and he was praying then, he prayed to God this prayer. He said, do not cast me from your presence. Or take your Holy Spirit from me. Because David knows that the magic of his life is by the work of the Spirit. You have the life wire of God. It is, he's called the Holy Spirit. He lives right inside of you. But thank God you are not in the Davidic time. In your time, you don't need to pray this prayer. Because the Holy Spirit has been given to you resident permanently. So he's not going anywhere. Oh, praise God. Oh, are you here with me? So if you're praying this prayer, stop praying this prayer. That's why I said the Old Testament. I'm just giving you an overview of the Holy Spirit through scriptures. And in that dispensation, the Holy Spirit was given to them in measure. And to accomplish tasks. And the moment the task is done, he goes back. But for you and I, he is now resident in you. He lives right inside of you. Praise God. David knows this. Do you know? It's one of my major problems with us believers. Do you really know? Even David knew. He has so much strong intimacy with the Holy Spirit. How the Holy Spirit is so distant. Although he's living in most of us, we don't even know him. We don't even have a clue. We live like ordinary people. Isaiah 59 verse 21. This is God speaking. And he's speaking about his people. Let's all read it. Go. As for me, this is my covenant with, who is he talking about? Israel. Praise God. So God said he had a covenant with Israel. Look at it, look at it, look at it, look at it. What's the covenant? Go. My what? My what? My spirit who is on you. And my words that I have put in your mouth will not depart from your mouth or from the mouths of your children. Oh, praise God. When you understand, like God was making Israel to understand, that the Spirit was on them. Now for you, in you. (laughs) Your words will carry weight. Did you see the correlation? My Spirit and my words 
Because where the spirit is, the words carry life. Up to today, if you look at Israel, very small nation, but nobody can defeat them. So mountainous nation, yet when it comes to agriculture, they are on top. The spirit of the Lord remains with them. Oh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. He said, Isaiah 61, verse 1. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. Isaiah was talking about Jesus to come. And if you read Luke 4.18, this is exactly what Jesus said when he got into the synagogue and had the opportunity to share the word. He spoke about himself. And he spoke regarding the prophecy God gave about him to Isaiah. So, Jesus could preach the way he preached. Because of the Holy Spirit. If Jesus acknowledges that, then I don't know about you. And how you want to do what you want to do without the Spirit. <laughs> the secret of your success. It's not how many people you know. It's not how much money you have. It's not how versatile you are. It's not how skillful you are. It's how much of the Holy Spirit in you that is at work. Did you hear what I said? Oh, did you hear what I said? Listen to me very carefully. For by strength shall no man prevail. And any work that done by effort and not by the spirit does not please God. Did you hear what I said? It comes with no reward. come to this. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim freedom to the captives, and release from darkness the prisoners. All of these is because he has been anointed. Oh, praise the Lord. And the spirit of the Lord was upon him. Oh, are you here? Go to the next. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. Therefore, he turned himself to become their enemy. Look at this. Look at this. So the Spirit of God together with God are in agreement. 
Oh, are you here? In other words, one does not go to leave the... If you are in agreement with his spirit, he is with you. If you are not in agreement with his spirit, he is not with you. Oh, are you here with me? Oh, are you here? Wow. Tell them, I can't do anything without him. Please, tell them like you mean it. I can't do anything without him. Oh, tell them like you mean it. Do you, do you really mean it? I can't see you. Talk to the young man. Talk to, talk to yourselves. I can't do. Tell them. Hallelujah. I can do it. There's power in confession. You must acknowledge you can do without. Oh, hallelujah. can do without. I can do without him. Do you know how Satan came to this earth and was cast down? Because he thought he could do it by himself. God didn't take anything. He didn't take away all the skill, all the talent. God didn't take away anything. Do you know what left? The spirit left. And everything that he had became common and became corrupted. <laughs> Let's go to the next. Isaiah 63, 11. Where is he who brought them up out of the sea with the shepherds of his flock? Where is he who put his Holy Spirit in the midst of them? Oh, praise God. So listen, when Israel was coming out, they didn't come out by their effort. He put his Spirit in the midst of them. Oh, praise God. His Spirit did all the work. Oh, are you here with me? Did all the work. Go. Hey guy, depending on where you are coming from, Haggai two five. This is what I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt. Read it. Go, and my spirit remains among you. When his spirit remains. With you, there is no need to fear. And thank God his spirit does not leave us. And therefore, 24-7, there is no need to what? So if fear comes, tell fear you have no place here. Are you understanding me? Yes. You see, there are two things. If you're a believer... There's no doubt you have a spirit. I'll show you. Because that's what got you born again. The difference is whether you are working with his spirit. He's there. He's a gentleman. He doesn't force you. He's waiting to glorify Jesus in you. 
if you give him work to do, he will do it explicitly, distinctively, to glorify Jesus. Oh, are you here with me? So you have him in full measure, in full capacity. Nobody has more than another. <laughs> Say they are doing something to add. To add what? Some of you, you are doing fasting, and the first thing you are doing is to add. Who told you that? I want to add the anointing. Who told you? Who told you that? Add. Double portion. No. You don't know what you've got. He's there in the full measure. I love the scripture. And you all love the scripture. Let's already go. So he said to me, Go. This is the word of the Lord to, to, okay now, talk to yourself and mention your name. Go. Oh, mention your name and put, put your hand on your chest and with vim, with, like you know what you're saying. Go. This is the word of the Lord to Josh. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. Says the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. So it is not by might. Nor by power. It shall be by the spirit. How much of the spirit are you working with? Hey. Hmm. Do you see why you so much depend on people? And they disappoint you. And then the prophet comes and tells you that the spirit of disappointment is all around you. <laughs> because he lies to you because he knows he don't know you. The spirit of disappointment is all around you. Me. Spirit of disappointment. It's an abomination. It sure is an abomination to the believer. Spirit of disappointment. No. It's not possible. It's because you've been depending on people. You are not living by the spirit. Your trust is in men. That's why you are so disappointed. But when you know him, that it is he who does it, he is at work in you. When somebody disappoints you, you know you have an appointment. with the best. <laughs> you know, you know, a lady got miscarried. 
in this church. And she was so devastated. And while she was crying, I was laughing. I said, Pastor, this is serious business. I said, no, this is not serious business. You miscarried. I'm sure maybe the Lord wants to give you twins. As I speak it to you, she's carrying twins. Listen to me very carefully. When somebody disappoints you with that dream job you call it. You call it a dream job. You don't know your dream job. Yes. When I was a child and I saw Cadet, the Cadet car, Opel Cadet, I said it was my favorite. When I grew, I said, Oh, my taste, my taste was not good. Oh, do you know it was my first car, too? <laughs> the things you desire. <laughs> oh. So it is not by might, praise God. It is not by it is by the 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 when your boss looks at you and tells you you see what I do to you. Move and say it is not by might. It is not by power. It is by the Spirit. Oh, are you understanding me? It's not. It's not. It's not. Next, 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 next. We've got into the New Testament already. Look at the New Testament. Go. Then Jesus. You see, when you get into the New Testament, you'll be seeing a lot of this. Fool. Fool of the Holy Spirit. When Paul was filled, when Peter was filled, because in our dispensation, we have the full measure. <laughs> we have the full measure. And do you know how we stare? We only stare it up. And we stay it up by prayer. And we stay it up by fellowship with the word. We stay it up by laying on of hands. It's a ministry. I'll teach you on that one of these days. It is different from symbolisms. Like using anointing oil. Ministry of, it's a ministry on itself. Full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness. Oh, what happened? The enemy came to tempt him, but he was filled. Oh, it made all the difference, but he was filled. It doesn't matter what comes. It doesn't matter what the enemy throws. 
a man filled with the spirit will walk over it. John 14, 17. Let me say this before. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. It didn't take him to paradise. It took him into the wilderness. The fact that you are filled with the Spirit doesn't mean you don't go through stuff. (laughs) It will rather show the stuff that is in you. John 14, 17. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. Hey, the world cannot, it is not, may not, can not receive him. Because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. Because what connects him to them has been cut off. So they can't even recognize him. By the Adamic sin, Man lost the connection. And the God life was cut off. That's why Adam said, I am naked. And the Lord asked him, who told you you are naked? Because the glory left. The God life left. And their placement was also shifted. So they cannot recognize him. They cannot know him. They cannot have him. But it's amazing that for them who have him and for them who know him and for them who recognizes him are not using him like they should. And you know what he does? He leads them into all truth. Because everything in this world is either a lie or true. Uh -uh. Everything we are doing is between a lie and truth. Oh, are you here? Yes. You are either walking into lie, into deception, or walking into what is true. Because what is true is what gives security. I heard a man of God saying something. And it's gone very viral. 
He said, you have to be wise. They are not teaching you well. You don't plan your future. So, I don't say don't give to the man of God. I don't say don't give to church. But you have to be wise. And you have to plan your future. And I'm saying, oh. So to this man of God, your future is materialism. Your future is eternity. And the one who plans for that is wiser. Oh, Jesus. You see, we are so short-sighted. But when you are led by the Spirit, you are eternity-minded. Because it is the best future. What are you talking about? When you put eternity into perspective, your future on earth will be, will be full of bliss. Because you will live in rest. Sound mind. He says, but you know him. <laughs> because he lives with you now. And when I die and I resurrect, he will change position. <laughs> now he will not just be with you. He will. So say he's in me right now. He's in me. Oh, come on, say it with him. Oh, say it like you mean it. Oh, say it like you mean it. And therefore, I cannot be led into a lie. If I depend on him, right inside of me, I am walking into truth. I am walking to the best. Oh, praise God. John 15, 26. But I will send you the advocate. The spirit of truth, once again. He will come to you from the Father and will testify all about me. Oh, so you want to know Jesus? Then you need to know the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Because he would actually testify to you about who? Jesus. So you see, if you can see that you are knowing Jesus more, there's somebody speaking to you. There's somebody testifying about him. His name is the Holy Spirit. Oh, praise God. If you realize that you know him the more, it means that you are not depending on the Holy Spirit. You are depending on your carnal brain. Your mind and your worldview is polluted and corrupted. You are using too much effort. Listen to me. Listen to me. No matter how rich, no matter 
how wealthy a person is if they use their effort for a long time they will die very young anyone who takes advantage of the holy spirit will definitely live long do you know why you will live a worry free life if you see christians believers dying by heart with all kinds of diseases is because we have left the holy spirit and we are depending on ourselves Give me the next. Give me the next. Okay. So this is our dispensation. Now it's happened. So when you're reading this scripture, don't read it like the Holy Ghost is now coming. Are you getting the point? This is now become, has become a historical event. For which you have now become a participator. Do you understand the point? Uh-huh. So you must see it in that light. Sometimes you are not careful, you are reading scripture, you put yourself in a place you are not. And it will take you back. Are you getting the point? Yes. So, that's why the actions of the apostles, the events of the apostles, the accounts of the apostles, this is what happened. The day of Pentecost, Jesus was promising, even before he would go, ascend, that, ah, I will pour out my spirit. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And when the Holy Spirit comes, look at what the Holy Spirit will do. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So now the Holy Spirit is in you. That Holy Spirit Jesus promised has now come. And now the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. And he says, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and he's inside of you, you are empowered to be a witness. Where's your soul? Do you know that when he gets to this place, believers get quiet? Yeah. Do, do you know that? Why? Do you know that the person you are going to talk to, the Holy Spirit has been ministering to him? You see, but you think it's your effort. He has, listen, he actually has been knocking on the heart of this person. Just waiting for you to come and speak by his empowerment and the connection will hit. That's it. That's it. That's why he said, I'm standing at the door. What? Knocking. Because God respects our free will. God respects protocol. Although he is sovereign, he himself has bound himself by his own nature and attributes. And so he himself has bound himself. That I've given man free will. I won't just budge. So he's been knocking. But then he's done a work in you. 
and he's empowered you. So as you go and speak on his behalf, as his representative, there's a connection between the conviction and your speaking, and the person gets born again. So it is not your effort. So don't be afraid and think that they bounce you. Or the person says, oh, get away with that, your, 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 your Christianity. And then you feel ashamed. Ah. When somebody who is a U.S. ambassador comes to somebody in one of the poorest African countries and tells them, receive this visa, and the person, get away. They will look at the person and pity them. Oh, hello? They will not feel slighted. They will know that the person doesn't know what they want. They don't, are you getting the point? That's exactly the point. You are on a higher pedestal. You have the best. So when somebody spites you, you look at them and say, ah, you just missed the best. And it is not a fluke. It is the fact. Praise God. And listen to me very well. You have been empowered. Say, I've been empowered. No, tell them like you mean, I've been empowered. Please, listen to me. The reason why, listen, go and read Acts of the Apostles. One of the church uh, um, elderly ladies in the church today called me. And she's been reading the Acts of the Apostles. And she said, Pastor, thank you. I've never been reading the Bible like this. But when I got into the Acts and I saw what was happening, oh, Pastor. And I said, do you know why? Because they were crazy for souls. Because that's what the Holy Ghost has empowered them for. And they are working it. So the Holy Ghost is also using them to spread the gospel everywhere. Listen to me very careful. People who were ladies, people who were children, people who didn't know anything, because they were evangelizing, the Lord used them mightily. Listen, anytime you decide you're going to win souls for the Lord Jesus, you've set yourself for the supernatural. I'm telling you, it will shock you that by your hands, blind will see. By your hands, the deaf will hear. The dumb will speak. You will see people who couldn't walk, who are walking. Because it is a reason for the empowerment. Oh, praise God. God will do anything to bring a soul into the kingdom. It is the reason why he died. God became man just because of souls. While we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You think that God wants to give you money? You think that God wants to give you this? That is not what he wants. God wants you to have eternal life. All of these things are bonuses. And if you came to Jesus because of that, you missed it. Because there are many who don't have Jesus, but they have plenty of those. (laughs) 
when eternal life becomes your priority, the bonuses are just add-ons. Did you hear what I said? I spent a long time here because I wanted to get into your spirit. Christians don't like sharing the good news. We act as if we have bad news. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm, is it true? Why? It's as if we have bad news. It's, it's as if we, don't, we as well don't know what we have. We don't know what we carry. And then those who go to, they always come near my window. Straight. I can see you in your house. Right now, the thing you are doing with somebody's husband, with somebody's wife, right there, right now. Hey, judgment is coming. Give your life to Jesus. This is good news. You're gossiping. You gossip about your boss. Give your life to Jesus. Is this good news? Meanwhile, the person preaching just gossiped. <laughs> So when the person comes into Christ and they see you gossiping, they say, hey! Hey! Unzu uyebi. Then the truth becomes a lie. Because you're a hypocrite. You have been told what to go and say. Talk about his death. His burial, his oration. And the point is rather, he didn't say go and tell them their sins. Rather go and tell them their sins have been forgiven. You want to punish them. You know that's what human beings do. Acts 10 38. And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, with sawdust. With uh, seawater. Those of you who have been bathing seawater. Hmm. Yes. With a red cloth around your waist. <laughs> I, I heard they were doing a program and, <laughs> and the one who said the program says we are going to use a token the token we are using this time is sugar sugar is the token that's one, the one we are going to bless and it's going to work wonders prophet Gilbert used to say they will tell you you eat fruit and you'll be fruitful So they come, yeah, so they come and they prepare the fruit. 
Oh, Charlie. And do you see people running to come and take the fruit? $5,000, and they are coming. $2,000, they are coming. Coming. Take your fruit in your shin. Fruit. <laughs> so he says, oh, we are using sugar. And then that day his spiritual father came to preach. When he took the mic, he said, but why are you using sugar? Sugar is not good. Sugar is poisonous. Sugar is so change the token. Oh. The anointing has changed. <laughs> so, so <laughs> did God lead him or God didn't lead him? I can't train you a mistake. I can't train you a mistake. Direction, I. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? With what? With the holy, and the effect is what? Power. Symbols and tokens have been alienated. We have the real stuff now. How do you have the image and then you are fighting about the shadow? How? Please tell me how. You have been given the image. How Jesus was anointed Listen, it's the same way you have been anointed. There is no difference. Oh, praise God. And because his time was short, he said, actually, greater works you will do. Because he had three years for ministry. But yours is more. So he said, you will do greater works. 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 Then Jesus went around doing good, healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Because the Holy Spirit is with him, God was with him. Oh, praise God. Can you see the Trinity there? They are in agreement. You can see God the Father. You can see God the Son. You can see God the Holy Spirit. Come on, give a clap offering to Jesus. So tell me, what is the nature of God? What is the nature of the Trinity? Doing good. Healing. Are you getting the point? Yes. Healing. Any form of healing. Any kind of therapy. Any kind of good. God's nature. The nature of the Trinity is good. As a matter of fact, right from Genesis, everything he created was good. Because that's his nature. Look at the three representing. And he says, what were the three doing? Doing good. They went about doing good. Oh, what a God we serve. Somebody wrote a song. I love the song so much. He says, why some are carrying their God, our God carries us. While some are feeding their God, our God feeds us. Error. You have a God 
and you are carrying the God. You have a God and you are feeding the God. When you are traveling, you have to take the God. Oh, Jesus. Alakpato. What is that? Is that God? Ah, yeah, yeah, yes. I hear you put the God in a Ghana must go. You put God in Ghana must go. And it's a God. Give me the next. next. And he was shown to be the son of God when he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is Jesus. Whatever is dead around you by the power of the Holy Spirit, I see it coming back to life. I decree in the name of Jesus that it has no place around you. It has no place around your children. It has no place around your family. It has no place around your business. It has no place around your career. It has no place around your profession. Everything that is dead around you, I decree by the power of the Holy Spirit, I call it back to life. It cannot die in your hand. It cannot die with you. It will live again. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth. Come.